guys <laughs> welcome back my dog just looked at me like he's freaked out i think because i get really loud when i record he like kind of was like oh is she yelling at me <laughs> um so welcome back to another episode of let's get into it if you are new here hello my name is brie i'm an online business strategist a course creator and the host of this podcast And if you're not new, and maybe this is your second, third, fourth, fifth episode that you're listening to, hello, hi, welcome back. If you could do me a quick favor before we get started on whatever platform you're on, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, leave a little review, leave a five-star rating. It really helps the podcast so much, and you'll get notified whenever there is a new episode which is super handy because I put out two episodes a week, sometimes three. And I mean, if I am being as humble as possible, I think they're pretty good episodes. This this past week or this week, um, I had my good friend Tina Maria Sandramano on and she is an NLP practitioner, a hypnotherapist. And it was a good episode. I learned so much from her. And as I was saying in that episode, getting my NLP certification is something that I really want to do next year in 2020. And not necessarily because I want to become a life coach or, or really like use it in my business, but I just find the whole NLP thing so fascinating and so interesting that it's just something that I'm really curious about. And then we also had Gul Khan on. We did, we talked all about money, how to attract money. We talked about quantum physics. Like what? (laughs) I failed physics in high school. Oh, I didn't fail it. I got a C minus and I only got a C minus because I cheated on the test. So when she started talking quantum physics, I was having a little PTSD. I was like, oh my God. I, it was okay. They did not set me up for success with that one. My physics class was at 7, 10 a.m. Come on. Come on. That was like a horrible thing to do to me <laughs> with science and math. is not my subject. But the interview with Gulkan was amazing. It's another really good one. I love doing the interviews and I'm so excited to keep being able to do more interviews. Uh, let's see. So today's episode is an Ask Brie episode. And if you guys didn't know, I have a hotline number. So you guys can literally call in, leave a voicemail. And if your question is really good, I mean, all questions are good. There's no such thing as a dumb question. But if you have a question, you can call in and ask me. It's just a voicemail. You don't have to talk to anyone. Don't freak out. <laughs> um, and this week I got a really great question actually having to do with podcasting and having to do with interviews. So I'm going to play her question in a bit. But if you guys have, well, first of all, the number... <laughs> the hotline. I should give that to you. So if you want to call in, you can call. It's 949-734-0225. I'm going to put the number in the description. Um, I really love answering your guys' questions. So please call in because I really like doing these types of episodes. And if you guys have been following me on Instagram at livingbreely, I did a little q and I did, it was last week. And I got some good questions. Um, One of them was actually 
asking me to do an entire podcast episode on how to read your Pinterest analytics. If you have a Pinterest business profile, which is free to set up, you should go do it immediately. (laughs) Um, You get a whole host of analytics. Like, it's immense. It's a lot to go through. And I was really thinking um, of how awesome of a question that was. So yeah, thank you to whoever asked me that question. I'm going to be doing that um, this month, actually. We just mapped out all the podcast episodes for October going into November. So that is definitely going to be on the agenda. And a couple of other really good questions was... This one was kind of random. I'm looking at my Instagram because thankfully... I haven't gotten a lot of notifications, so I can still kind of see the questions that were asked. Um, I liked answering this one because it's so not my typical content. They asked me if I did intermittent, is it intermittent, intermittent fasting? You guys know what I mean. Um, I don't do intermittent fasting. I think I kind of naturally fast. Like, I usually have my last meal around like 6 6 30 p.m and then my breakfast I usually have between like 8 39 a.m um and for me I'm just not really big on restricting myself like if I'm hungry I'm going to eat like I don't really for me and again I'm not a doctor I don't have any certifications I'm not a nutritionist or like any of that for me if I'm hungry and I want a bowl of Cheerios at 11 p.m before I go to bed like I'm gonna eat the bowl of Cheerios I'm not gonna be like "Mm, you know what I really need to fast like I think probably three to four days out of the week like I said I have my last meal at 6 6 30 and then I don't eat again until nine I don't know how many hours that is I don't really know I don't really count I eat when I'm hungry and I eat what I want (laughs) um and I feel like for me that really works because if I deprive myself of like what I really want then I'm like oh my god I need like when I can eat those things like I kind of just go a little overboard um so yeah and I that's just my personal thing I thought that it was a really interesting question um to ask so what's the other question what I'm I currently reading it was the same book I think I posted um last week I'm still reading it I'm kind of safe I'm I'm, I do this I savor books like if I really like it I'm like oh I don't want to finish it because it's so good um but I'm reading hope and help for your nerves by Dr. Claire Weeks w-e-e-k-e-s she's passed over unfortunately um but she was an amazing doctor he made major waves in mental health in the 60s and early 70s this book is literally some of the terminologies of it dated um it's before like anxiety was anxiety they called it a nervous illness um but if you are someone who is struggling with anxiety or depression um i think this is a really great book i wish i knew about this book when i first became aware that i was dealing with anxiety um but i'm learning really so so much especially like the physio physiological responses of anxiety I thought I knew but I really didn't know so I really really love this book so far 
Um, another good question was, how do I come up with podcast ideas? Uh, honestly, I wish I had like a solid answer for you. I think a lot of the times it's... Um, one, people will ask me, like, in these Q&As, like, oh, can you do a podcast episode on this? I love taking requests, especially if it's something that I feel like I can answer really methodically. And I think another thing is just having conversations with people. I really make an effort to connect and network with at least three, at least minimum, three new people every week um, and talk to them and like figure out what their biggest struggles are in their business or even if they don't have a business like just talking to people I think you really when I connect with people I get really creative and creativity for me equals like really inspired action in my business and especially on the podcast which is a facet of my business so I think connecting and like having really opening open um, conversations and asking questions um, really helps me with with creating podcast ideas. I don't really believe in this um, narrative that creativity is something that you run out of. It's like a well that goes dry. I think the more that you use your creative creative why can't I speak? I had a smoothie, so my mouth is kind of frozen. Um, the more you use your creativity, I think the more creative you become. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's just kind of how I create, like, come up with podcast ideas. I think I get a lot of really good ideas just from talking with some of my friends, too, um, about what we are seeing or what problems we're having or all of that. So yeah, that would be my answer to that one. There was another question. Hold on. Let me find it. Oh, this one. How do you deal with online trolls? Um, I don't. To be honest, it doesn't my goal and my mission in life is not to prove to myself to people that I do not know. There's trolls in high school. There's trolls in middle school. There's trolls in college. Like, there's going to be people who, like, don't agree with you and don't like you. And really, that's, like, none of my business. Don't like me. Say what you want to say. It's not going to stop me from doing what I want to do. I also sometimes kind of make fun of it. Like, someone commented, like, why are your your nails always chipped your nail polish is always chipped I'm like (laughs) I was like okay of all the things you want to like critique you want to talk about my nail polish okay um so I kind of just like made a joke and I was like oh it's my brand so I kind of kill it with humor like I'm all about I really I'm not for self-deprecating humor but sometimes it's like necessary. Um, like, trust me, there is nothing that you can point out about me that I haven't already critiqued myself. So I feel like if you're self-aware of who you are as a person and what your insecurities are, your imperfections or your flaws and people like point them out, like you're like, I already know that about myself. Like, I know my nails are chipped sometimes. Like, what what does that change um who I am like no it's part of who I am so 
that's just kind of how I deal with it. Enough with the online trolls or the real life trolls. Let's get into the question for, from our caller for this week. Hey, Bree Marie. Uh, this is J.G. Autry. I'm calling from Houston, Texas. I've been listening to you and loving your content for a while now, and I really appreciate you setting this hotline up. And I just wanted to call in and ask, um, as a fellow podcaster, a brand new one, uh, what do you feel has helped you become a great interviewer? I really love when you have people come on to interview in different areas, and I'm hoping to get into that as well. I recently launched a podcast called Introvert Influencer Nation, and I really want to get it off the ground. So thank you so much for taking my question. And uh, yeah, people can find me on Facebook at JG Autry and on Instagram at Glow Up with J and J is spelled J-A-E. Thanks again, Bree, and I'm looking forward to hearing your answers. Hey, Jay. So thank you so much for your question and congratulations on starting your new podcast. It sounds like an amazing topic. I love the idea of like bringing introverts into podcasting because it is such an extroverted thing. So I think that's amazing. I'm super excited for you. I'm going to give you four things that I think will make you or anyone who's just starting a podcast a better interviewer. Um, So the first thing that I would say is to do your research on your guest. So look at their website, listen to other podcasts they've been on, who are they and who do they serve. Um, I think this will kind of help you think of questions beforehand to potentially ask them um, or just kind of help you outline it in your head or you can write it down of what topics you really want to cover with them. Um, The second thing, which personally, actually, this should have been number one, because I think this is the most important thing, is to think for your audience. So the biggest thing is, is that your show isn't about you. It's about what value and things that people can learn by listening to your show. So even if it's like a a comedy show or like an entertainment show, right? Like people want to go there to listen to you to be entertained. Um, But I'm assuming based on on the genre that you just mentioned, it is like more of an educational platform. So what questions would your audience want you to ask? Um, I think that's super important. So what areas might need more clarity? So if you're interviewing like a quantum physicist, like for me personally, I'd be like, what is quantum physics? Like break it down. If there's using words that are really big, like ask them to clarify, ask them to unpack certain ideas. So don't always think from your own perspective. Think about someone who is just learning and what questions they may have. Um, because you think you only know what you know, right? You don't know what the other person listening knows. So I always think it's best to, like I said, ask questions that you think the audience would want to know and to think outside of yourself in in that regard. Um, The third thing I would say is to be present. I know that sounds so cliche, but turn your phone over, turn, you know, if you're interviewing from Zoom or Skype, put do not disturb on your um, computer so you're not getting any pop-up notifications. Um, be 
you know, if you need to rest before or eat before, like I literally, when I am interviewing someone and they're a guest, like I really try to be the best version of myself when I interview. So if I'm interviewing around a mealtime, like I'll make sure I eat before so I have energy. I'll make sure I go to bed the night before early or just make sure that I'm really well rested. Um, I make sure that I take my dog out for a walk so he's not annoying and it allows me to be really present with the person. And I think that also allows you to ask better questions um, when you are really present because you're so tuned in. And the fourth thing is just to practice. You are not every interview that you have is going to be a home run. It's not going to be the best. Some people do not interview well. Um, I've done over a hundred episodes. I was also, as I have mentioned in other podcasts, I was a recruiter before I started my business. And so I was asking and interviewing people all day long. Like that was literally my job. And obviously like different contexts and different types of questions, but it really I think that really helped me become a good interviewer in a different medium. Um but it's still like even to this day, like I still feel like oh there's questions I could have asked or like things that I could have done better in each interview. It's all just a learning process. So be kind and be patient with yourself and the person that you're interviewing. Um, And just know that this is, it's just practice. Once you, the more and more interviews you do, even the bad ones, like you're just going to move yourself closer to asking good questions and being a better interview. And also always ask for feedback. I don't want to say this is number five. I feel like this is just like in general, (laughs) but like ask for feedback or ask before you start. Like, is there anything that I can do to make this a really great interview for you? Um, Or what can I do to make this a great interview? So (laughs) those are my tips, my four, five-ish tips for you guys. If you are new to podcasting, I think that was a really great question, Jay. So thank you so much for calling in and asking. If you guys have a question yourself that you would like me to answer, my phone number, the hotline, not my phone number, my hotline number is 949-734-0225. And yeah, I look forward to hopefully getting some more questions for you guys. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review, leave a star rating on whatever platform you're listening on. It really, really helps. And if I do another Q&A, which I'll try to do one like maybe once a week, um, you can follow me on Instagram at livingbreely to ask me your question. All right. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day or your week, and I will talk to you next time. All right. Be kind, be well, be grateful. Love you. Mean it. Bye. One more thing. If you love this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Head over to my Instagram and tag me at livingbreely with you listening to this episode. I'd love to hear from you, see you, connect with you, and know which episodes and interviews you're finding valuable. For any courses, freebies, or blog posts mentioned in this episode, you can head over to livingbreely.com or check out the show notes below.